0: Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 3, Episode 30. Parker, what's on tap for today?
1: The first destination of this episode is recapping Week 12 of the NFL season.
0: Yes, sir. From
1: there, we jump on the highway to the MLB hot stove season and give some free agency predictions.
0: Yeah, we got some big names out there. Where do we think uh, each one of them are going to fall?
1: Yep. And then we give some highlights of the World Cup.
0: Absolutely. Got to talk about the USA. Absolutely.
1: And then we give our NFL power rankings right after that. Mm Mm-hmm. As always, we end our road trip by giving our week 13 picks.
0: Yeah, got to give those picks. Uh, Parker's still behind me, but I maybe know. he can make up some ground. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Welcome back. Jumping into the Week Twelve recap, we already hit the three Thanksgiving games, yes. so we're going to talk solely the Sunday games, and then obviously the Monday night game. So, Parker, start us off with the first game.
1: All right, Browns. They defeated the Bucks twenty three seventeen in overtime. Nick Chubb, as he's been for the Browns most of the season, he's player of the game. Twenty six carries, one hundred sixteen yards, and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Bucks right now. They've uh, they've let us down a couple of times uh-huh. here. I mean, the Browns, this might have been the last game, probably is the last game Jacoby Brissett will start for them, so yeah. at least he goes out with a bang, but, uh, you know, just not not a great showing for either team, but the Browns, you know, get it done in overtime, well done there.
1: Yeah, I can't understand Tampa Bay, like, what is Brady? I I'm, I mean, I know he's an older quarterback, but like, one week's like, oh, it lo- kind of looks like Brady of old, and then it's like he regresses.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I I don't know what's going on. I mean, he missed some throws. Uh, yeah. Mike Evans was kind of like locked down all game. Uh-huh. It's definitely a strange game for Tampa Bay for sure. Uh Bengals defeat the Titans 20 to 16. Your player of the games T Higgins seven catches he had a great game. 114 and an incredible touchdown catch. Uh, on a 50-50 jump ball that he hauled in and then just kind of like strolled into the end zone. This game was like wild. Like Derek Henry thought he broke it off for a touchdown (laughs) then got stripped at the end zone, Uh Traylon Burks, trailed the play, did the good thing, fell on it. It was back and forth, back and forth. But the Bengals just made too many plays uh, for the Titans to keep up. And then when you think that the Titans have a chance because the Bengals are going to go kick a field goal and give them the ball back, then there's a penalty which gives a first down and it ends the game the craziness that was 20 to 16 win for the Bengals.
1: Yeah, the Dolphins they defeat the Texans 30 to 15. is player of the game, 22 of 36, 299 yards and a touchdown. And Miami's defense, five sacks, two picks. Like we we talk all about the Dolphins offense. You know, it's it's Tua, it's Waddle, it's Tyreek Hill. But the defense showed out in this game.
0: Yeah, I mean... and Miami, I know it's
1: the Texans, but...
0: You no, know, Miami scored all 30 of their points in the first half. They did nothing in the second yeah, half. They just fair. shortened the game. I mean, it, it was... it was not. I mean, the Texans scored all their 15 points in the second half. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was definitely like, oh, Miami's just going to win the first half. Yeah. Technically, Houston won the second we'll half. We'll give you the second half, Houston. But it was, but it was yeah. like, but we're only going to give you half of what we scored. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Miami's D was great. I think one of those interceptions ended up going back to the house, so... Uh, great, great performance by Miami against a team you should just beat the heck out of. Yeah. Uh, Jets defeat the Bears 31-10. to 10. What a shocker here quite literally, just because of the the score. Like, I mean, we talked about that. We both picked the Bears, but that's because we're like, oh, no, Zach Wilson, let's see what this offense looks like. The offense looks a lot better with Mike White as he's the player of the game, 22-28, 315-3 to three touchdowns. Garrett Wilson and him were, uh, you know, combining all game, five catches, 95 yards, and two tutties for Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Jets look so much better. I think there was even a uh, a Jets defensive player that came out after the game and said oh we love mike white so much and because we literally actually get to take a breather on the sideline because the offense moves like that is such a cheap well not cheap like a blow blow to zach wilson
1: it's so obvious like when you look out i'm not that mike white is this raw raw guy but the way he interacts with his teammates they love him right they do not like zach wilson i'm not telling you mike white's the future You know, I'm not saying he's the franchise quarterback, even though when he has played, he's looked really good. Mm -hmm. But Zach Wilson is not the starting quarterback for the Jets long term. I know, I I know they drafted him to be second overall, right? But it it's not working. His teammates don't really like him. He doesn't he doesn't play this great football. That's like oh, he has to play. No, Mike White's showing him up, and good for him getting out. He's a fifth round pick. Yeah. and he's and he's taking advantage of this opportunity. So if he's not going to be the starter for the Jets, he might get an opportunity somewhere. So I mean, yeah, but it's it's obvious like his teammates they love him. They not not so much Zach Zach Wilson.
0: Yeah, it's 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 almost sad because I think yeah. I think Zach Wilson could be a very good quarterback if he. You know, if he was in the right situation, I just don't think the Jets are the right situation for him. Yeah. So you know, maybe he gets moved. I don't know. Uh, Commanders defeat the Falcons in a in an absolute great game at the end, nineteen to thirteen. The Falcons have the ball first and goal with like fifty seconds left, and uh, you know it turns out you know a couple plays they don't get in. Yeah. Uh, third down interception. Like it was. Yeah. It was the, the epitome of Marcus Mariota's career. Uh, it was just like, oh, we're so close, and yet yeah, so, so far, far away. Yeah. Uh, Brian Robinson's your player of the game. He's a 18, beast. 18 carries for 105. Didn't find the end zone, but, I mean, great stuff from Heineke as well as the yeah. Commanders beat the Falcons.
1: Absolutely. All right. The Panthers, they defeated the Broncos 23-10. to 10. Dante Foreman's a player of the game, 24 carries, 113 yards. And DJ Moore, four catches, one hundred three yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean. the, the Sam p- Donald.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, and and I liked Sam Darnold with the Panthers too. last year. I do too. So I don't understand why they made the move to go get Baker Mayfield when you're you're. Uh, we talked about this when the move happened, right? Yeah. Like Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield were making the same amount of money this and year,
1: and their contracts are both due. They're at both the end due year. up. Like yeah. so,
0: I, I guess the Panthers made the move to say, "Hey." Which one's going to be better, and we'll just roll with the better one?
1: I wonder if that was a Matt Roll thing.
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. But, like, I mean, he's gone now. So, <laughs> uh-huh. I guess Sam Darnold comes back and, and looks great. And, I mean, the Panthers actually moved the ball. I think that was kind of the move that they needed to make for sure. Uh, let's talk about another quarterback that kind of had a – coming out party in a way uh Uh, jags defeat the ravens 28 to 27 uh trevor lawrence is your player of the game that's the quarterback we're talking about 29 to 37 321 yards three touchdowns and an amazing pass on the two-point conversion Uh to put them away uh zay jones uh was the recipient of that two-point conversion but he also had 11 other catches for 145 yeah uh didn't find the end zone but He found it when he needed it most on that speed out.
1: Do you think Zay Jones is like a number one receiver type?
0: No, I don't think so because uh, Christian Kirk is their number one receiver, and they paid him that way. Yeah, but at the same time, like Zay Jones showed out this game, and and it makes sense because the Ravens' outside corners are very very good. Yeah, Uh, Marlon Humphrey and I I can't remember the other one to save my life right now, but uh, their slot corner has always been the place they get beat. Yeah. Zay Jones plays in the slot, has a great game, made Made all the sense in the world.
1: I only asked that question because I know that Christian Kirk was paid to be the number one. Right. But it's not like he's playing like he's this just...
0: Well, he was earlier in the year, and I think teams are starting to double him now because that was kind of like the play. But like early, early part of the year, he was phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here saying that he's not. I just think... I don't think Christian Kirk can beat double teams. No, I don't think so. And not in this scheme. Like, they need to run it to to get him open again. And, I mean, it's not like he had a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was finding the open guy. And this is another 10-point uh, lead given up by the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're a Ravens fan, you need to be worried right here.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, the Chargers, they defeated the Cardinals 25-24. Justin Herbert's our player of the game, 35-47, 274, three touchdowns, and he also had four rushes, 38 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, he led the Chargers in rushing. <laughs> like, that's a problem. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a problem. Especially, It's not like he ran for, like, 100. He right. ran for 38. Yeah,
0: like, first off, yeah. yeah. Second off, and we and yeah. Yeah.
1: And we we say it all the time when like a quarterback is a leading rusher, Lamar Jackson, we we say that's a problem.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's a problem except if you're my team, we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit here. Yeah, like, I mean, gosh, there's he, some circumstances we'll where talk it's about okay. It, but, but gosh, like, yeah. I
1: I could have ran for 100 yards in that game.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair too. Uh, <laughs> Raiders defeat the Seahawks. Let's talk about another rusher that did uh-huh. an amazing job. Thank uh, God we kept them in. <laughs> right, uh, they defeat the Seahawks 40 to uh, 34 in overtime. Josh Jacobs, your player of the game, thirty-three rushes, two hundred and twenty-nine yards, including the eighty-six-yard scamper yeah. to win it in overtime. And it was one of his two touchdowns on the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this is the Raiders' offense we thought it was going to be—a yeah. very run-heavy with Josh Jacobs. And Derek
1: Carr looked good.
0: Derek Carr looked good in this game, even though he had a he had a pick. He might have yeah. had a second pick too, but like it was just. It was kind of, you know, like, where are we going with this type deal? But he found it in the end. The Raiders finally got a win versus a team that they should beat. Uh-huh. And we picked this wrong because. We did. What Like, Geno Smith was pedestrian. Like, Geno Smith <laughs> yeah, was he Geno was. Smith. He wasn't what he has been this year, which has been a career year for him. It yeah, leads yeah. to a loss.
1: Uh-huh. All right, the Chiefs, they defeated the Rams 26-10. Patrick Mahomes, as usual, is a player of the game, 27-42, 320 yards one touchdown, but he did have one pick.
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have to do much to beat the Rams. The, the Rams, Rams are, are They're terrible. they I, I don't get it. Like, I, I know I know Matt
1: Stafford's out, and he's hurt, and they've had other injuries. They've been mo- – <laughs> and Cooper Cup's out. Like, I get it, but, like, you're the defending Super Bowl champ. Right. Be better. Right. Don't be sorry.
0: Be, be better. better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, f- let's talk about the team within their division that's probably going to win the division. Uh-huh. 49ers defeat the Saints 13 to nothing. Um, yeah. Uh. Jimmy Garoppolo, 26-37, 222, and a touchdown was your player of the game. Like, the Saints have nothing going for them right now. Yeah. If Alvin Kamara isn't doing anything, and, they're and, going nowhere. And he hasn't done a lot this year. Not not the last three weeks. He had a couple of weeks he had in a the couple middle weeks, there yeah. when the Saints were kind of rolling. A little bit. That, like, you were like, okay, here's the Saints. This is what they're going to do. In the last two weeks, he's put up absolute duds and the saints have lost both games i
1: do not understand the direction the saints are going and you know what they they need to do and i'm saying this right now in the sports gps they need to trade alvin kamara in the offseason yeah they do new direction you and have bo-
0: to get a first round pick blow because it up you do not have a first round yeah. pick right now because that belongs to the philadelphia eagles
1: yeah they know so, they need to blow it up start over right you know payne has gone drew Brees is retired Every every good player outside of uh uh Jordan the the DN. Yeah, D M
0: yeah uh Cameron Jordan
1: Cameron Jordan that's right outside of him and they, <laughs> they should think about trading him too they they don't have anybody from like the glory days right they, and and what they have now is not working no it's not so sorry Alvin Kamara you're great you're you're a great saint. You're out of here.
0: Yeah. They they gotta find gotta ways make to tough get decisions. draft capital. Yeah. They have to find draft capital. Mm-hmm. Or and and they, they need to take a year where they they get a lot of cap room uh-huh. so that way they can pay some free agents. Yeah. Uh and you know, that's it, it's gonna be another terrible year for the Saints next year, but like that's what you're gonna have to do. You have to live with one bad year to get back up. Uh, let's talk Eagles uh, defeating the Packers on Sunday night, 40-33. <laughs> uh-huh. to 33. Talk about a rushing affair, as Hurts uh-huh. is your player of the game. 16-28 to 28 through the air for 153 and two touchdowns, but he also had 17 rushes for 157. Uh-huh. He ran the ball for four more yards, than he threw it. Uh-huh. He also ran it one more time, than completed passes.
1: And he had another guy. <laughs>
0: and then you had Miles Sanders, who went 21 carries for 143 and two touchdowns. Yeah them two together put up 300 yards rushing. <laughs> yeah. You also had other rushers because they totaled out of 348. Kenneth Gainwell yeah, found Gainwell, the end zone. Yeah, he found mean, pager, just, like it, like th- This was a game of rushing. It was the first time the Eagles put up over 300 yards uh, since 48. Jeez. 1948. And they were only six yards away from beating the record in 1948 in Jeez. rushing. This was crazy town. Um, the game was like it was it was tied at half, or they were up by three at half. Like it, was,
1: it didn't feel that close. It it
0: did not. No, but like the Packers literally beat them on special teams. That's the only reason why this <laughs> yeah. game is a seven point game and not uh-huh. even further.
1: Yeah. All right. On Monday Night Football, I was so pumped about this. The Steelers they defeated my Colts twenty four seventeen. wasn't It didn't feel that close. No. Uh, Snell, Harris, McFarland they combined for one hundred twenty seven total rushing yards and two touchdowns. And look, for I'm, I'm just going to paint the picture. Monday, I'm sick. I didn't go to work. But I'm like, you know what? My Colts are on Monday Night Football. I'm pumped about that. I get to watch it. And then first series of, this, of the game, I'm like, we lost. Like, yeah. I, I, I had no confidence. Matt Ryan looked bad early. Yep. And I, I don't want to blame everything on Matt Ryan. The offensive line is not doing him any favors. Nope. But it took to, like, series three for the Colts offense to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. I go, you know what? That's my first play. Yeah, Like, and Jonathan Taylor, he he was fine, but, of course, he fumbled on the one. Right. Now it was a bad handoff, but I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, guys, you work on this every day at practice. What's the problem? Yeah. And it's just like, and like so they had chances to win this game, surprisingly, but like, it just didn't, like, in that, that first quarter, I was just like,
0: we lost. Yeah. Well, we lost. Y- y'all were up at half, right? So, yeah.
1: I don't even remember. I, yeah, I think maybe we're down one. Maybe. Yeah, you
0: were down one, or you were up one. It was something like that. But yeah, it's just it. Yeah, the Colts weren't great, yeah. and the Steelers they, they look better with Watt on Ken, the field. I know Kenny he didn't Kenny Pickett really look do good. Watt. Kenny Pickett does look good, even with his small hands. He looks good. So uh, it's something you got to think about. Um, well. Including the Thanksgiving games, both Parker and I were 10 and 6 this past week, yeah. which means uh, I still have a six game lead as I'm 115, 64 and 1, Parker 109, 70 and 1. But you never know, a little bit later, we're making our picks. Let's see if Parker might be able to make uh-huh. more ground up. Uh, but before we get to there, we've got to hit the MLB hot stove right around the bend.
1: Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're heading to the MLB newsstand, CJ. We have big news coming up this season.
0: Yeah, big news, and it's it's kind of a sad one, even though yeah. you know. It's the end of an era, right? Yeah. Uh, Miguel Cabrera confirms that next season, so the 2023 season, yep. will be his final season as a big league ball player. Uh, he said you know, he's going to do his farewell tour, very much like pool Holsted this year. Yeah. Uh, so I- I'm actually really excited about that. He got his 3,000th hit this past year. Yeah. So definitely uh, a-, a well-deserved, uh, and I think – You know, it's good that he decided to do this now. Told them now because now the Tigers can use the winter meetings that are coming up on December fourth through the seventh. Yeah. uh, You know, this weekend essentially um, to uh, to kind of figure out what they're going to do with that position. They can they can transition more away from the old regime uh, to a new one uh, of Detroit Tigers baseball. And you know, other teams are going to do the same thing with the winter meetings. But I think. You know, I would rather have players announce retirements like this. Yeah. You know, like, hey, this is gonna be my last year giving it up. Like, if yeah. you're if you're a big guy that like you know your spot's solidified on a team because you're not gonna lose it. Yeah. You know, so I I, I like I like the classiness of what uh, Miguel Cabrera did.
1: I will say the one thing with the Tigers just as a team, I thought this coming this past year, I thought they would be a sneaky contender. Right. AJ Hinch comes in as manager. They did a few moves here. I thought Miguel Cabrera still had something left. he didn't have a bad year, but, I mean, he's not the same guy. Yeah. He used to be, but guys just underachieve for them. And now they have a chance. Like, okay, questioned. Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols. Okay, Albert retired this past year. Miguel Cabrera this coming year. Who's the better right-handed hitter? Pujols. Pujols. But
0: but because I I think the game is more tuned to a power hitter, and Pujols had more power. If you're looking for better, like all-around hitter, it's Cabrera.
1: But I will say, and Miggy's just play devil's advocate. Miguel Cabrera didn't win a triple crown, right? So it's not like he like was just like a. Oh, we we know he's not a punching duty hitter, but like it wasn't just he was high average guy. No, he he did with power. And yeah. I've never seen a guy. And look, I I Albert Pujols was probably the scariest right-handed hitter as a Braves fan I ever like. Every time we played the Cardinals, in his heyday, and Albert Pujols came up, I go, oh my god, he's gonna hit a home run, right? Like hit just his presence in the box. Not that Miguel Cabrera didn't have that, because I've never seen a guy hit with power to the opposite field with as easy, like as easy as Miguel Cabrera did. Right. So Miguel Cabrera, great career. Obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, contemporary era ba- baseball era ballot is going to be announced Sunday. Nice at the Winter Meetings mm-hmm. on the ballot. Barry Bonds. Roger Clemens, Raphael Palmeiro, Albert Bell, Dale Murphy, Fred McGriff, Curt Schilling, Don Manley. Who would you pick?
0: Uh, how many do I
1: get? Uh, uh pff, I think I want to say five. If I
0: get five, I'm picking Bonds, Clemens, Murphy, McGriff, Schilling.
1: Okay. For me, I'm going Murph, McGriff, Schilling, and Mattingly.
0: Okay. So you're only taking the four? Yeah okay that's fair i mean you're you're a big anti-steroid guy yeah i just so i'm with and, you.
1: and i don't know how many times I, i'm gonna say this i know i know i just choose not to honor you i'm not sending you to prison and like okay rafael palmero he did he, i mean he had 500 homers i believe yeah. and 3,000 hits he's one of the only only few players to ever do that in the history of the game but guess what he he got he failed a drug test yeah
0: he failed a test that, that's the reason why yeah. i don't I don't hate on Bonds now, because Albert, he technically never failed. At
1: this. Albert Bell's interesting, and one guy that I was surprised—like I, I was watching uh, Mad Dog Rizzo in High Heat—he thinks it's crazy that no one picks Albert Bell, and he goes, "He's not no linkage to steroids," and he goes, "That's one of the most dangerous right-handed hitters I've ever seen." And honestly, I didn't see Albert Bell play a ton, but like he was—I mean, he—it was fifty doubles, fifty homers. Yeah, I mean, now it, he wasn't a. <laughs> He wasn't the nicest guy. Right. You know, and, I, and I'm not one of those people that's like... Because I know people say with Curt Schilling, well, I'm not going to vote for him because I don't, like, I don't like him as a person. I'm like, you know, I'm not voting for you as a person. person yeah. I'm voting for you about your career. Right. And it's not like Curt Schilling murdered somebody. You just don't like his opinions, and that's fine. Right. Um, but he was one of the greatest big game postseason pitchers ever. Bloody sock. Yeah. And, like, so, like, I don't care... Who like if you don't like him
0: as a person, that's fine. I don't. I don't really care.
1: I'm vote. I would vote based off of your career.
0: He also made Backyard Baseball two thousand and one. Yeah, Kurt Schilling. Now, Bowden.
1: now one guy that I said I would vote for that is, is kind of a you know sticky thing is Don Mattingly. Right. And the only reason why he, I mean, because if he didn't have the bad back, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I guess that's fair. Because for like a three to five year stretch in the eighties, he's the best player in the game. Not just like best player on his team, best player in the game. Like he was Donnie Baseball. Right. So like I understand. Like I, I'm one of those guys. Like I don't need you to have 20 years of greatness. Give me eight to 10. Now I know you can say, okay, Don had six, six right. Hall of Fame years. I, I guess for me, if you're, and I know, I know, and I know you'll use this for your argument on a different level with the steroid guys. but you can't tell the history of baseball without Don McNey. Right. Because he's one of the he's one of the greatest players from the eighties. That's why Dale Murphy should get in. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, you win back to back MVPs. You weren't just good for like a year. Yeah. You know? So and Fred McGriff underrated. Yeah, underrated. I love Fred. Crime Dog. I know he you know four hundred and ninety three career homers. Okay, so very close to five hundred. Yeah. And you know what? I'm pretty sure Fred McGriff didn't use. And that guy had longevity, fifteen yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, he, he didn't have these gargantuan home run numbers because guess what? He was clean. Yeah. So I understand the argument for steroid guys like Bonds, like Clemens, but I I, I just choose not to honor you. Yeah, I get it. Not so, a problem at all. But it's going to be very interesting. Sunday, Sunday yeah, on MLB Network. Check it out. Yeah,
0: it'll be good. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about some signings that have already happened. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clevenger signs uh-huh. a one-year deal for eight hundred or sorry, <laughs> eight hundred million, eight hundred thousand uh, dollars. No, uh, eight million dollar deal. It's with the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Astros signed Jose Abreu in a kind That's of a surprise. Yeah. Three years, sixty million dollars. And uh, just off the wire, Zach Eflin, the former Philly, signed with the Rays. Three years, forty million. That's
1: that whenever you told me the the dollar amount, that's I go steep forty.
0: That's like steep.
1: Zach Eflin's good, right? Right. But like, is he is he a multi inning reliever? Is he starter? And when it was Tampa Bay, I go
0: forty million for yeah. Zach Eflin. Wow, it just doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, maybe they're just trying to spend money right now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another pitcher. That uh, the sad news. Yeah, here. sad
1: news. Gaylord Perry, two time Cy Young Award winner, dies at the age of eighty four. Sad. Yeah, I think he's known for spitball.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, the spitball specialist. Mm -hmm. So, uh, definitely, definitely a sad day for baseball. But at the same time, like all good things must come to an end. Yeah, just like some players' (laughs) tenures with teams. Yeah, Uh, we're getting into the free agent predictions. All the big free agents that are out there. So mainly a lot of pitchers. One really, really big catcher. One really big center fielder, last shortstops, <laughs> and the four big shortstops. Mm-hmm. We've got them all. So let's talk them all. Uh, we've got Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, the big four, uh, the big quartet, the yeah. the. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of shortstops, <laughs> yeah, were. Well done, thank you. Uh, then we have the 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 big four pitchers as well: uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Degrom, Justin Verlander, Chris Bassett, Carlos Rodon, and then we have uh, Wilson Contreras and Aaron Judge are the other two big free agent names out there that uh, got qualifying offers, or you yeah. know the the big fish that are out there. So uh-huh. let's let's talk the big four shortstops real quick, Parker. All right, who do you have? Uh, getting the big four. Let's start with Trey Turner. Who do you have? Phillies. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's it was rumored ahead of time. It's really like in the last few days, like it feels like that's where he's going to end up. Yeah. He's he's from Florida. He he said before he became a free agent, he wants to play on the East Coast. Yep. So going back to LA was not, it not was an option. Not really going to happen. Well, he
0: wants to play. He wants to do spring training in Florida, so yeah. he can spend a couple extra months. With family in the offseason in Florida. And uh, one of
1: his good buddies, Bryce Harper. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's almost a done deal. It's just, and, and, and we know the Phillies are, I obviously picked the Phillies here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not kid yeah. ourselves. Let's um, not kid ourselves. But we know John Middleton is, uh, is, is willing to go over the luxury tax because yeah. he went over the luxury tax this past year. And what did it bring him? A World Series berth. Yeah. So. Yeah he's like he said it multiple times I want to bring that trophy back to Philly Uh like I want it really bad so I think he's willing to spend and he's got the payroll he's got the money so Uh he's going to spend it on Trey Turner and maybe another piece wink wink Uh, (laughs) so you know that's where I feel like Trey Turner's going to end up he's going to slot very very nicely at the top of our uh, batting order And it's going to be a great addition. I I think this is the piece you were talking last year. You didn't like the Phillies because they were like all the same guy. Trey Turner, oh, yeah, different guy that I thought Gene Segura would be for us, but like he turned out not to be that. Yeah, but it also makes Bryson stock go to second, and he was defensively by every metric better at second than he was at short. Yeah, so we get an upgrade up the middle. An upgrade with the bat. We actually get two upgrades up the middle by displacing one. So, phenomenal play. Trey Turner. The Phillies are going to end up with one of these four, guaranteed. It's just all signs point to Trey Turner.
1: Okay, question real quick on Trey Turner. Bryce Harper is going to miss the first couple months of the season at the very least. Right. Would you put Trey Turner hitting third? No. No? No, I like him two. Two? Yeah,
0: I like him two. I like JT hitting third.
1: So, Schwarber leading off.
0: I like Schwarber still leading off. I like Turner at two. I like JT at three. I like Hoskins at four, and I like Castellanos at five.
1: All right. So when Harper comes back, Harper's three. Then yep. then you go Reamunta.
0: Yeah. Well, it depends. Or, or who's Hoskins Reamunta. Yeah. It's whoever's hot between those two. Okay. And then you rotate down.
1: All right, Xander Bogarts. I'm just gonna say I I think he's going back to the Red Sox. CJ, this is a very interesting. I know we talked about this. Right. Who, who you haven't going with. I
0: I am going to Minnesota, and and here's the reason why. I, like. Minnesota needs a stopgap shortstop for, like, three to four years. And I think they're going to be willing to pay Xander a little extra for a shorter tenure.
1: Yeah. And And they did
0: that with Correa. Right. So, and and they just drafted a guy. It was Noah Miller, the high school shortstop. He's going to be good. He's just super raw. Oh, absolutely. So, like, you got two years, three, four maybe, before Miller's going to be good so Minnesota could go, hey Xander, we'll pay you twenty eight million a year, but we're only gonna pay you for four years, right? And so that way Xander gets paid big money, and he might be able to get an extra contact contract. He's on the wrong side of thirty. So like I don't think six years is gonna happen. I think Minnesota's the play for Xander Bogart's. I like him in a twins uniform. I will say one thing
1: that's interesting talking about Noah Miller. What one thing that the twins could do is Royce Lewis, former former number one overall pick, he's a shortstop as well. So like I do think Minnesota is in the market for a shortstop. But they do have Royce Lewis who they're high on, who's right. super talented. I mean he was a number one overall pick. We see the talent. Maybe they go in a different direction because they do need pitching. Um I do I I, I don't hate the idea of Bocarts going there. I just think if you're the Red Sox. The Red Sox don't—they don't tank, so their biggest issue is is pitching. But to keep that left side of the infield with Devers and Bogarts, they need to lock both of them up. And it's not like the Red Sox don't have the money to do that. Right. My only issue—the only issue with the Red Sox getting him is can Bogarts stay at shortstop long term? No, I don't think so either. I think he will eventually move to third. And so, if you're the Red Sox, you have Devers. So, who do you, do you pick? One. Or or keep both, you know. I, I don't yeah. know because if you're the know. Red Sox, you you, you want to win, right? Like it's not like you're not. But the, the sad thing is when you look at just the AL East right now, Red Sox are the worst team in that division. Not only were they in last place, but Yankees aren't going anywhere. The Rays are the Rays. We we downgrade, we yeah, downplay every them every year. year, but they they know how to put together a team. The Blue Jays, this coming year could be the really year. Good, yeah. Yeah. And Baltimore is way on the way up. Yeah, and love got, what they're doing. They've got
0: a lot of young talent. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough, man. The Red Sox. I, I just don't know if they keep Bogarts, great, but I I just see him also, looking for a change of scenery. <laughs>
1: I also saw Bogarts to Philly.
0: Yeah, I think if Philly misses on Turner, they go Bogarts. Yeah. But I don't think they miss on Turner. Yeah, I don't so.
1: know. I don't know who else is like really locked into Turner. I know I've heard like. Oh, the Braves are in I guess. They're not paying him that. Yeah. So I'm not even thinking about that.
0: Well, let's let's talk about who your Braves could get. And I think it's Dansby Swanson. I think he stays in Atlanta. I, I know there so. have been some rumors out there that they're like he's gonna go elsewhere. I just I, I don't see the Braves giving up on Dansby. I mean, he played for Vanderbilt. He's like from the like he's, he's from there. He's from there. Like I just see Dansby staying in Atlanta. I see him in a Braves uniform as, as much as I don't like it because he's kind of a Philly killer. Yeah, I I just see him in a Braves uniform, and and that's where I think he's going to stay.
1: I would say to play Devils advocate, I have him going back to the Braves mainly because I want that to happen. But people are saying like, oh, if he hasn't signed by now, he's not going to sign. I go, okay, let's let's just let's paint let's draw this out. <laughs> he's getting ready to get married, so I'm sure he's not fully focused on signing a contract.
0: Well, in and- to maximize your money, you don't want to sign first. Right. So, obviously, he's going to try to delay it to see if a domino
1: falls. Now we'll say, if you're the Braves, you should have gotten this done two years
0: ago. Right.
1: You could have gotten them cheaper. Yeah. Okay, you waited. He had a career year. He bet on himself. He won. <laughs> Tip your cap. Pay the man. Right. Because guess what? And, I, and me and my brother, we talk about this all the time. It's like... Okay. You lost Freddie Freeman. We we didn't see that coming, but it happened. Can you go back to back offseason where you lose the leader of your team? Yeah. Because it was Freddie Freeman. And then not that he was Mr. Vocal, but I mean he was Mr. Brave. And then Danby Swanson slots in is I'm the leader of this team, and you can see it. You can see it. Yeah. You you want to lose that again? Now, I will say it. I do think if they don't bring Dansby back, I don't think they're they're not going to get one of these four. They're going to go with Vaughn Grissom. They're going to give him the the keys to shortstop. And one thing I like about Vaughn is we we've seen the talent. He definitely has things to work on, but he said I'm going to work out with Ron Washington this off season, right? Like to really improve his defense. Not that it was a liability, but like, hey, I, I want the guy to work. Right. So. I think Dansby's going to come back, but, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and hit the final shortstop, Carlos Correa. I think we both have him going to Chicago. Yeah, I think it just makes sense. It fits. It's there. They got the cash. Uh, He fits. I think he would look good in the white and blue pinstripes in Chicago. And
1: Nico Horner needs to move to second.
0: Correct. So, yeah, make that happen. Cubs, go and get Carlos Correa. Mm All right, let's go ahead and jump into the pitchers now. Jacob DeGrom. I got him going back to the Mets. Uh Steve Cohen's pay, uh, you know checkbook is way too big. I don't see Degrom leaving, uh, even with all the struggles that he's had over the past couple years, staying healthy. The Mets are going to pay him. They're going to pay him a lot of money. Degrom stays as a Met. Parker to
1: be different. Texas Rangers. Okay, fair. They have the money. They need pitching. So go get the, go get the best guy. You just brought Bruce Bochy back. You didn't do that to do a rebuild. Right. You you're trying to win now. Go get Jacob Degrom.
0: That's fair, and they got some. They got some good bat and good offense. Yeah, they definitely yeah. need some starting pitching there. Uh, Justin Verlander just left a team from Texas. Where you think he's going to go?
1: Dodgers. Yeah, it makes. They sense. They need it. They need it.
0: Yeah, they need starting pitching in the worst way, and they're willing to open up a paycheck too.
1: Yeah, Kershaw, Verlander, Urias. Because um, I mean, Bauer's never going right. to up, pick up a ball for the Dodgers. Yeah, and. Uh, Walker Buehler, is he going to play this year? We don't know.
0: Yeah, we don't know. But I think he'll be back midseason based on all reports. So, I mean, Verlander is going to be a great addition there. He could get three a a very Trevor Bauer-esque contract (laughs) to finish out. Uh And I think they'd be willing to do it. Uh, Chris Bassett, the former Met, where do you think he's going?
1: I think it's the Padres. Bob Melvin was his manager in Oakland. He's a big fan of Chris Bassett. Uh, They need pitching because they have a couple guys who are free agents, including Sean so good to get Chris Bassett. That would be a great addition for the BOTS.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Toronto. They need pitching. They're oh, yeah. ready to win now. They've got a lot of young uh, young guys on offense, but they need a pitcher that can uh, you know, put the ball on the ground and that fast turf. Uh, and, and, yeah, so Chris Bassett, he's, he's your guy in Toronto. And then the final guy, Carlos Rodon, where you got him?
1: Because I don't have DeGrom going back to the Mets, uh, the Mets are going to bring in Carlos Rodon.
0: Okay. That's fair. I have Rodon going to another NLEs team. <laughs> Your Phillies? I I am going to the Phillies, and it's because they tried to get him at the trade deadline, and then uh-huh. it was too too expensive. Um, so they're going to give up uh, uh, a a pick to get Carlos Rodon. That w-
1: dude, that would be dynamic, though. Like in all seriousness, if you go Wheeler Nola Rodon,
0: right? With the offense
1: we have, that that spells World Series. I hope that does not happen, but. It can. It can look and look. I I think like I'm a Braves fan. I'm not just a fan. I'm a realist. I think the Braves are still at this moment the team to beat. Right. We won 101 games. Yep. We've won the division five years in a row. Yep. We have a young talent both yep. in the pitching department and on the offense. But that would scare the heck out of me.
0: Yeah. It should.
1: You add Trey Turner. You add Carlos Rodon. You are the defending NL champs.
0: That would be scary. Yeah, it's a scary situation if that happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think Middleton, if he can make the money work, which we think he can, uh, yeah. he's going to happen. Go- he's going to find out. Yeah, that's he's right. He's going to try. Let's talk about the other two big fish: Wilson Contreras. I think he's going to the Astros. There's been a plenty of reports yeah. out there that think that have him linked. Uh, they need a, a good catcher, and, uh, and that's what needs to happen.
1: Yeah. Now I did see. I made my decision before the the Astro reports, <laughs> and, and so I was like, okay, he's gonna smack the Cubs in the face, but he's gonna do it a different way. He's gonna go with the Cardinals. He's gonna replace he, Yadi Molina's retired. Right. He, they need a catcher. They're trying to win right now. Bring in Bring in Wilson Contreras.
0: Listen, I I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. And before <laughs> before the reports came out, I probably would have said the same thing. But I saw the reports, so yeah. Your boy cheated. Uh, and let's go to the final one. Aaron Judge, uh, where do you got him going? Yankees. Got him going because back,
1: huh? Because I, I read the other day that the Yankees are are, are going to offer over $300 million for him. And they're willing to offer it basically as much as it it's, it's going to take. Yeah, And if you're, if you're Aaron Judge, I'm not saying everything's about this, but think of legacy. A Yankee for life?
0: That's yeah. huge. Yeah, especially the... You know the the center field Yankee for life. I mean, I, I'm sure he'll go to a corner outfield. Yeah, I mean that's his, his nat- career, I mean, he's a
1: natural right fielder, but he right. had to play some center beca- before they got Harrison Bader.
0: Right, I I heard that he had a great visit with this squad. Yeah, and I think they're willing to pay him a lot of money, uh-huh. and it's the San Francisco Giants.
1: Yeah, he's from the Bay Area. Right, he grew up a Giants fan. Yep, it makes a lot of sense in that aspect.
0: Yeah. So I, I I have him going to the Giants. Now it would be devastating for the Yankees, but I actually think, as far as like a morale standpoint, oh, I actually yeah. think it's the best move for the Yankees not to sign Judge. But we will all find this out later. We got the winter meetings coming up this weekend. I think it's
1: gonna be jam packed. It's
0: gonna be, uh, a lot yeah, of news. a lot of stuff's gonna happen. Now these big names probably won't come off the board. Not, Maybe a couple. I
1: think Judge will. I yeah. think he's signing next week. A
0: couple. A couple yeah. might. Right. Yeah. But like. The, the shortstops? Probably not.
1: That'll wait. You know,
0: But there's going to be a lot of signings. We cannot wait. We're going to talk all those signings next time. But when we return, we've got to talk the other football. The football in Europe. we got to talk World Cup. Football? Football. Football. Not football Americano. <laughs> we call it soccer. Everybody else in the world calls it football. We're talking about it when we return.
1: Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're talking about football, football, World Cup, USA. Yeah,
0: let's talk about it. They uh, they enter pool play versus uh, their pool consisted of Wales, England, and Iran. Uh-huh. Uh, their first game was against Wales. Uh, if you if you don't know much, and, and to tell you the <laughs> truth, I had to get versed. Uh, uh, our, our, my colleague, uh, your former colleague, as you're yeah. no longer with us, but uh, my Kiernan, brother
1: from a different mother, from
0: a different mother, you share the same last name, Kieran White.
1: He's been on the pod before, he
0: has been on the pod before. He, um, is a huge soccer fan, uh-huh. And he was like giving me the rundown. Now, I love World Cup, like, I love yeah, yeah, like, that's all these kinda, games, that's kind of when I all the countries, right? Like, getting into it, like, it's, it's it's an Olympic feel, even though it's not the Olympics, right? Right. So, uh, so the U.S. plays Wales, uh, number 17 in the world Wales versus number 15 in the world United States. Uh, they draw nil-nil, and you're like – or 1-1, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like this is this is happening. And, and the United States are supposed to be built on this offense, and they had plenty of chances but, like, couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Like they had the crossbar a couple times, and, and Wales got their goal late. And it was like, oh, okay, well – but we still drew them, so – it's okay. And, and you're like, Todd. But then you're like, crap, we got England next. And England's number five in the world. Yeah. And, you know, US number 15. And we're like, can, can we get a draw versus in England, right? Like, everybody thought, well, we need to beat Wales and we need to beat Iran to, to get out of the pool play, to get into the knockout phase, because we didn't think we were going to draw England. I know everybody said coming to the
1: World Cup when we would play England, it wasn't where we're going to. Like, lose to England, it was, how many goals were you going to score against us? Right. And to, to do what they did, and I watched that entire game, it was impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, nil-nil. And the United States, as I said, is built on their offense. Like, they are supposed to win with their offense, and their defense has been like, eh. But, like, we have a, a an older guy who's who's never made the club before, but because of injuries, he's had to make the club. And I, I can't remember his name. Save my life now, and I feel awful for not having it. But, I mean, he he's made the squad, and he's been the best defender possible, and he's, like, leading this team. I mean, the United States, we're supposed to be offense-heavy. We're supposed to be able to score a bunch of goals, and, like, that's how we would even have a chance in this World Cup. Yeah. But right now, through two games, we've only given up one goal, and it was like, holy crap, this defense came out of nowhere. Yeah. And we're excited about it. So we draw England, and we're like, okay. So we face Iran. We beat Iran. And, and we're we in. advance. And yeah. we advance, right? So what do they do? Go out and beat Iran one nothing. Uh, they had a bunch Christian of police polistic. Let's go. Yeah, great goal. That guy's been I mean, we've heard, I've heard that name since he was like 15 years old. Right. And like everybody in the soccer world knows that guy. So uh finds the back of the net. There was a couple other chances. One was called offsides It was like
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't know, but you know, whatever the United States Uh, They get the job done. They advance to the knockout stage. Round of 16 is the first time they have reached this stage since 2014, and they missed the World Cup the last time. They didn't qualify. Yeah, that was weird. So that was was awful. It was like a shame for the United States team. It was. Uh, But that first game of the knockout stage is going to be this Saturday versus the Netherlands. I'm really excited. I'm hoping the United States get to advance. Uh, It's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be tough, and you know, I mean these these are where it comes down. Like, and everybody's, you know, the 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 big things. Like, uh, you know, can the can the men's national team live up to what the women's national team has been able to do? And this is like the first year in a while that there's like some optimism because you know the women's national team they they would just put so many goals up on people. Yeah, they just dominate. They they and I mean they were great on the defensive end, but like they would literally just keep pounding goals on you. Yeah. This men's team has the firepower to do that, but they're still winning with their defense. They've given up one goal in three games. Yeah, they can keep it up. They can make a run in this World Cup. I'm really excited, and I'm hoping, hoping they can make a deep run for sure.
1: Now, look, I'm not an expert in this field, right. but I did watch them play England. I did record them against Iran. I haven't watched it yet, but you know, I did know that they won. Right. But I, I was watching. I go. You know what's great about this World Cup team compared to last like World Cup teams for us. They they're young. Yeah. They 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 there's just like an energy about them that Clint. like we didn't see before. Like before like cuz I remember the last time they were in the World Cup it was it was the Josie doors of the World. Yeah. It was uh is it Tim Howard the, yeah, the Tim goalie? Yeah.
0: The the long-tenured goalie. Yep.
1: You know, um Clint Dempsey, yep. uh Donovan, like yeah. it was like like you, you knew all these names yeah. and they could do a lot of different things and I just didn't see that edge or that 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 want to. I see it with this team. They're young. And uh, I I like our chances, and, right. I, and again I'm not an expert, so right. this is more just like rah rah USA, but
0: right. I, I think we got a chance. I, there's hey man,
1: Polisic hey, is awesome. All you
0: have to do is get in. That's that's yeah. the way, right? Like yeah, you you get in and you can and you can win it all. So let's go USA route on Saturday. If you got a chance, it's a 10 a.m. start, so you know you might not be able to sleep in, but you well. Know, <laughs> You know, you can't record. Yeah, there's that, too. but I mean, DVR is great. If you want to watch it live, like, well. like the pros do it, you know, get up, get in. Are you going to? On Saturday. Are you going to? I have to uh, work, so no. But it's all good. There's no big <laughs> worries. I will be recording it. Let's go United States versus the Netherlands on Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, when we return, we're going to get to the American version of football <laughs> as we have the power rankings and our week 13 picks right around the bend.
1: Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're getting to American football. Give us our power rankings. CJ, kick it off.
0: Yeah, let's kick it off. Let's talk about our honorable mentions, the three teams that just missed uh the top ten this week. We're talking the Washington Commanders, Ooh. we're talking the Baltimore Ravens, and we're talking the New York Giants. These teams are they're right there on the precipice. Uh two of them are kind of on a downward trend where one Is rising up the ranks here. I think everybody knows which two I'm talking about the Ravens and the Giants. Uh, The Giants really, like, it's like they're so ravaged with injuries. They're
1: so Barkley dependent. And they're, yeah, that makes them
0: Barkley dependent. Which is
1: not terrible because he's awesome. Right. But, like,. You can't just hand him the ball when the box is jammed yeah. like that. Yeah, and and like Danny Dimes, I need you to do some things.
0: Well, and, and they're so banged up at wide receiver, it, it makes it tough. Uh, the Ravens, they just can't hold on to leads. Yeah, I think their philosophy of running Lamar into the ground is a bad idea. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. And uh, you know, so I'm just we're not high on those two. I think I think they both make the playoffs almost by default. Uh, but I mean. Like I, I, don't see them getting anywhere once they get there. And the commanders with uh, Taylor Heineke, they are six and zero versus the spread.
1: The my uh, stuff
0: So like, I, I mean, it, you know, they beat my Birds in Philly. Yeah, I know they got they got some you know good turnovers. They to kinda, beat my Colts. May that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they're not a terrible team. They're
1: underrated. Like and, their defensive front is really underrated. Yeah,
0: they're they're good in the trenches.
1: Heineke, like, look, he's not gonna like. <laughs>
0: He's Light not, the world
1: on fire. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. not Mahomes, Allen, he's not those guys. But he doesn't lose you games. Right. Like, he's he a kn-
0: steady hand at the wheel.
1: Like he kind of reminds me of like a, a more fiery Alex Smith.
0: Okay. No, I, I'm,
1: like, I can get behind he, that. He, he can ma- he's gonna manage the game. Now he he plays with energy and I like it. But, you know, he doesn't he's he doesn't just gamble downfield. Right. You know, and and you know what? That there's There's something to be said for that. Correct, hundred percent. He knows his strength. The strength of this team is their defense. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna hand it off to Robinson. Give it to Antonio Gibson, like, and
0: that's fine. Throw it to you know Terry McLaurin, scary Terry. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the Commanders, they're they're making rises. I I can't put them in the top ten yet. When they're making rises and struts, uh-huh. uh, let's go ahead and jump into the top ten. I'm including the New York Jets.
1: J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets.
0: It's crazy to think, but with Mike White, the this Mike team, White New York Jet. this this team just looks like it could do something. Uh, their defense is pretty stout. Uh, yeah, Gardner Johnson or not Gardner Johnson, Sorry, um, Sauce John, uh, Gardner.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sauce Gardner, Gardner Johnson's my, <laughs> yeah, my eagle. Good. Who's, who's C J?
1: You just named the guy oh. on your team. <laughs> yeah,
0: it happens, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sauce Gardner, uh, been a great addition for that Jets secondary. Uh, very Revis Island esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of gives me those vibes with the Jets, and I mean, I like Wilson. Their offense could move the ball. I, I I I like it with Mike White. This this team looks different. And I think they can make strides. And they, they showed you. I know the Bears aren't great, but they blew the doors off the Bears. Yeah. So I I, I want to see them versus another, like, really, really, like, a, a decent team yeah. to see if they hang. Yeah. And, uh, do I think the Jets, like, make great strides? In the play? No, no, no. They're no. probably a first-round exit. Yeah. But they're top 10. It's fringe, but they're top 10.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: let's talk to another fringe top 10 team because <clears throat> the, the Titans, like— yeah. You've got Derrick Henry, great. Tannehill can make stuff happen, but like their wide receivers don't scare you, right? Um, and, it, and if you can stop Derrick Henry, you kind of stop this team. So the Bengals did this past week, and it happened. Like Derrick Henry got loose once.
1: I will say one thing that's interesting is, like when you look at the really good teams, they kind of, they play like their head coach. The Titans play like Mike Vrabel. Yeah, like like when that. I see the Titans, I go oh yeah Mike variable's the head coach yeah that makes sense like and I and look they're in my division so I'm not a Titans fan but I respect them
0: right they're a good football team they're, they're and a they good can, football team and they can make a run but like they don't they don't they don't scare you, scare you
1: because T- and look Tannehill's actually played well the last couple weeks but he doesn't scare you right like if if I'm week one of the playoffs and it's like all right who are we playing oh the Titans well, yeah, we got to worry about Derrick Henry. Yeah, we're going to stop Derrick Henry but We're going to stuff the box, and we're going to make uh, Ryan Tannehill beat us. Yeah,
0: with Traylon Burks and Westbrook Hacreen <laughs> or whatever the heck his name is. Bobby Trees? Yeah, Bobby Trees. Like... Like, I mean, it's not, I, a, it's I, not a, a phenomenal stable wide receiver. I
1: like Burks, and we know Robert Woods is very, very admirable. Like right. he's very good, but they, again, they don't scare you. Yeah, they don't. They don't scare. But they're you, a good right? football team,
0: right? And thanks for AJ Brown. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead to number eight. The team that just beat number nine, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Uh Without Jamar Chase, I can't, I can't, Chase, can't, I can't put them out. any higher. Yeah. Uh, their defense is solid, but not phenomenal. Yeah. I uh, mean, they. they if Joe, if they're going as far as Joe Burrow uh, is going to take him.
1: But like, when's Joe Mixon coming back?
0: Uh, I think he's back this week. Okay, based on all reports, he's going to clear concussion protocol. So I, I like the Joe Mixon show. I
1: worry about the Bengals offensive line.
0: But like, I don't think the same it's that good. Time they they get the job done yeah. for Mixon. Burrow has a little time. Uh, i I think the emergence of T Higgins here only is gonna help chase I, I will say when he T Higgins
1: back. like with chase out T Higgins looks like a number one right and I, th- and that's only gonna bode well for them
0: correct and that's you know something that's scary so we gotta we've gotta consider it uh 49ers at seven uh their their team's just chob packed with yeah. a bunch of talent so much talent and and they're injured so and, when they get back like so much talent in Jimmy G <laughs> right it and yet there's still going to be a Jimmy G sweepstakes this off season, so uh-huh. what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. So then, number six, kind of a surprising because we've been really high on them, but yeah. their their one performance in the past couple of weeks yeah. makes you think twice. The Vikings at six, mm-hmm. uh, they got the pants beat off <laughs> yeah. of them by Dallas, yeah. forty to three in I Minnesota. I don't get that. Like, I Like, I mean, I know Dallas is good. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah but like. Minnesota you got to be able to put up more and then the Patriots gave him a run for their money on Thanksgiving. I, I just I, I don't know what to think about this team. I know it's Kirk Cousins and primed well at not a one o'clock game on a Sunday. So <laughs> like if, if the Vikings play at one o'clock on a Sunday I like them to win if they right. don't it's a coin flip. And that's my problem, is most playoff games don't happen Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah. So it's a coin flip for me. I have to put the Vikings down at 6, even though they're 9-2. and two.
1: I will say the, the Cousins primetime thing, and I said this when I made our reel for our Thanksgiving picks. I go, I'm picking the Patriots because, as we know, Kirk Cousins is in primetime. But he actually... Played okay, and, yeah, they, played and okay. they won, yeah. So I get your point, though. It's like, yeah, most playoff games are not Sunday at one, right?
0: And that's a problem. That,
1: yeah, and <laughs> what they need to do is. Dalvin Cook, can you run the ball like thirty times? Yeah,
0: please. Because he did nothing. Justin
1: Jefferson, can you like take it out of the back? Like, we need you in space. Yeah. But I don't know if Kirk Cousins can get you downfield.
0: Well, I mean he can, but he can, it's but a coin flip. Well, yeah. Sundays at one he can. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's if talk it... about a team that never plays Sunday at one. <laughs> Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are number five. Yeah, I, I, and I hate to say it, but they're so good. Their defense is phenomenal. Yeah, they 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 kind of had a stinker against the Giants, but yeah, they're one part of their defense that isn't great is their run defense, and that's kind of what the Giants do well. The Giants kind of had their number for a half, and then the Cowboys just said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, my, and
1: <laughs> no, Micah Parsons said, yeah, "Hold my beer." Yeah,
0: and he kind of just you know steamrolled his way through the Giants. I you worry about Dak though. I don't, I I mean, so we always say this, Dak is a fringe top 10 quarterback, he's not bad, he's not great, he's getting overpaid, but at the same time, like, there are a lot worse quarterbacks out there.
1: I only ask that question, not because I think Dak is like, amazing or terrible, it's, okay, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, especially with this team this year, it's, Okay, I don't really – I mean, yes, you care about what you do in the regular season, but really it's – okay, what are we going to do in the playoffs? Because that's kind of their MO. It's like, we're so good, we're so good, and then first-round exit.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's – And
1: so it's like, is Dak – like, do you believe in Dak? I I know you don't care because you're an Eagles fan, but like –
0: I believe Dak can get the job done because he's a fringe top-ten quarterback. Like, if, if you're in the top half of the league in quarterbacks, you can win a playoff game. Yeah. And the team is good enough around him that they can win multiple playoff games. Agreed. I'm not. I'm not going to crown him,
1: but I'm not going to sit here
0: and say there's no way. So yeah, I mean the Cowboys are a top five team in the NFL because it's a team. Dak Prescott also makes them better. They were good with Cooper Rush. They're a top ten. They're like a top three offense since Dak has come back. Yeah. And they've got a great defense. So obviously they're a good team. Now do. Do I worry about Dak late in the season? Sure. Do I worry about him in the playoffs? Sure. But I also am scared of him a little bit, too, because this team is so good. Yep. All right, number four now, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you've got the best wide receiver duo in the league. Yeah. Tua isn't losing you games. He hasn't lost a game when he started and finished the game. Right. So the Dolphins are dangerous with Tua under center. That They're offense. The number four. That yeah. offense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're great. And I, I do worry what they're gonna do because they don't have a running game, like if they get into a cold weather game uh versus the next team that we're gonna be talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, Jeff
1: Wilson's been he's been good since they acquired him from San Francisco, but like is that guy real like do you think he can in a cold weather game, Edgers talking about, do you think he can carry the load? I am not sure.
0: I'm not sure. And and that's why I have to put them at four and I have to put the team that they beat at number three in the Bills, because the Bills can beat you on the ground and beat you through the yeah. air uh and, and this bill's defense is good uh
1: and josh allen hasn't been great the last couple weeks
0: no he hasn't been i but mean he's found been good ways to win. but you know they found ways to win so and
1: that's what we're talking about well, in here. the
0: last in the last two games they had to fly to detroit because buffalo got <laughs> yeah. murdered with snow yeah. like and then they flew home and then flew right back to detroit again for their next game yeah. like yeah I, they should have just gotten a hotel in Detroit that, for four when, days.
1: Whenever they were talking about that, how they were in Detroit, no, they had to travel to Detroit, then they went back home, and then they went back to Detroit. I'm like, right. did you guys think this through? Yeah. Can Why we just, didn't you just stay?
0: Yeah, can we just get a hotel room for three days and then yeah. just be fine? Because you played on Thanksgiving for Right, about. it wasn't
1: like they had to stay there a whole week. Yeah, it wasn't a whole
0: week. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on now. Anyway, yeah. it's fine. Uh, Bill's at number three. I I, I think they're competing with uh, one team in the AFC or two teams with the AFCs, obviously the Dolphins and the one team we haven't mentioned yet. But let's go ahead and talk about the top team in the NFC. My Eagles are number two now. Yeah. I mean, this makes sense. I said once they lost, I'd move them from one. They lost, I'm moving them from number one.
1: It's crazy to think that if the Colts were better and they actually did what they should do, like a good team should do and close you guys out, you guys would have two losses.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, though, like good teams find ways to win, I even understand when they're not that. there. And Jalen Hurt put the team on his back, though. So, like,
1: and, and the Colts found a way to lose it.
0: Right. And that's what bad teams do.
1: I know. So, I, I mean, I know. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I,
0: I mean, it, they didn't find a way to win versus Washington. Right. Because they, they hurt themselves. And there were some aspects that we all talked about previously. So, I'm not getting back into them. Yeah. But, like, that led to their loss. But, they found a way to beat the Colts. They found a way to beat the Packers in a, you know, in a in a hard fought game. Yeah. So, do I have concerns? Yeah, this run defense is a little bad. But Jordan Davis is probably coming back this week.
1: The funny thing is, the best guys on your defensive front have been Sue and Joseph the last like two weeks, and you just got.
0: them. Yeah, we just got them. <laughs> but Jordan Davis is coming back. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna plug up the middle. Uh, and I, I I don't worry about them when Davis comes back because he was finding his way and then he hurt his ankle and he's he's coming back so uh, I'm 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 hopeful he'll be back this week versus Tennessee, uh, top team, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, hey, like Patrick Mahomes. Hey, like, do I need to say more? They're the best tight end in the league. They have arguably the best quarterback in the league. The um, Kansas City
1: Mahomes. Is... And
0: and and they've got one of the best coaches in the league. Yep. So y- you're just. They, they, that's a recipe for success. I
1: mean, the thing with the Chiefs is we know their deficiencies. We know their defenses, right? Right. Like, we know that, but, like, Patrick Mahomes don't care.
0: They can they could literally drop 50 on you whenever they want. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Yeah. So, you know, they lose Tyreek Hill. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. I, I will we'll like, go get
1: Juju Smith-Schuster. I like that Pacheco kid. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, him. he's good. He's yeah. good out of the
0: backfield. Good change base. Mm -hmm. All right, so there's the power rankings. Chiefs at one, Eagles two, Bills three, Dolphins four, Cowboys five, Vikings at six, 49ers seven, Bengals, Titans, and Jets to round it out. Commanders, Ravens, and Giants just missing. Uh, When we return, we're going to get into the final segment, the week 13 picks, all 15 games. Who we got? Can Parker make up some ground after this? all right we're back getting into the week 13 picks to wrap up this episode parker let's start with the game tonight bills versus patriots who you got bills yeah it's it's pretty simple the bills here uh patriots i, I just don't know what they are
1: i know they're new england and that will give that will help them but bills are better they're yeah. the better team they're it's the not, better team not really much to discuss
0: yeah let's get to the uh steelers falcons game the first game here on the sunday slate who you got
1: i do think the falcons are going to compete because they're at home but give me the steelers yeah i'm going to I like what too. I saw from Pickett.
0: Yeah, I think Pickett's finding his own. I think uh, Mariota, as I said, he's always one mistake away. Uh, and and that's why I can't take the Falcons here. I'm gonna take the Steelers. Uh, Packers versus Bears, the good old NFC North showdown.
1: I I thought about this for a little bit because I think the Packers are not playing good football, obviously. But I'm gonna take the Packers here against the Bears.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers too. I just for some odd reason I think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna find a way to beat the Bears because he owns the Bears. Yeah, he does. Uh, let's talk Jags Lions. Who you got? Hmm, I'm gonna take the Lions. Okay. I'm I'm gonna take the Jags.
1: I wanna take the Jags because I took took them last week, but I, I like what I see from Detroit and they're at home.
0: I'm gonna take the Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence is finding his own. Yeah. Uh Detroit's pass defense is not great. I think Trevor has another really, really good game uh in Detroit in that dome. Give me the Jags here. All right. Uh Jets versus Vikings, who you got? Vikings. This is the game that I wanna see what Mike White can do with yes. these Jets. Yes. I still think the Vikings will win. But don't be surprised if the Jets cover, as Minnesota's favored by three. This could be a one-point game. Oh, yeah. And it could come down to the wire. I good think it's call. a missed kick at the end, Ooh. which costs the Jets the win. Uh, Commanders versus Giants, who you got? Give me the commies. I'm got to take the Commanders? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to take the Giants. I think they get a bounce-back game in New York. Uh, Danny Dimes has a good game. Uh, Barkley finds some running lanes and gets the job done. Um, but you know, I, I, it will be the first time that Tyler Heineke, uh, does not cover the spread this year.
1: I would say that's why I'm taking the commanders because the giants are Barkley dependent. And I, I'm not saying he, he's not going to get loose, but like how loose. And I haven't seen Danny Dimes, like show me he can lead this team to victory. So give me the commanders.
0: That's fair. And and, and don't get me wrong. I just, for some odd reason, I think the giants have a bounce back.
1: All right. Uh,
0: Titans Eagles. Who you got? Your birds. Yeah, I think the birds pull this off. It's an A.J. Brown revenge game. It's in Philly. Revenge! Yeah, I, I, you know, I just I, the Eagles are a better team. As long as they don't turn the ball over, I think they'll be fine. Uh, Broncos versus Ravens, who you got?
1: Even the Ravens lose a lot of games. Uh, they're playing the Russell Wilson Broncos. Give me the Ravens.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens, too. I think the Ravens get out to a 20-point lead and not a 10-point lead, and they're able to hold <laughs> yeah. on to it. Uh, Browns versus Texans, who you got?
1: Browns, Deshaun Watson. He's back. Give me the Browns.
0: Yeah, revenge game for Deshaun Watson. Give me the Browns as well. Uh, Seahawks versus Rams. Who you got?
1: Give me the Seahawks. Yeah,
0: Rams are terrible. They're terrible. I'll take the Seahawks. Geno Smith should be able to dispatch to the Rams, even though it's in L.A. Uh, Dolphins versus 49ers. Who you got?
1: I'm going to take the Dolphins. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. All right, fair. I'm going to take the 49ers. They're at home. They look good. They have a talented offense. I think they can slow down Tua. Their defense is half decent. If they can slow down Waddle and Hill and keep Tua in a box, I think they can do it.
1: I think it's a three-point game.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think San Francisco covers the spread either. I think this is a tight game, but... I'm going to take the 49ers. You're taking the Dolphins. Heard that. Yes, sir. All right, Chiefs versus Bengals. The AFC Championship rematch from last (laughs) year. Who you got? Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs, too. I think the Bengals have found some stride, but I think the Chiefs are too much. Give me the Chiefs in this one for sure. Uh, Chargers versus Raiders. Who you got? Give me the Raiders. Oh, you think they found something this past week? Yeah, I do. All right, that's fair. I'm going to take the Chargers. I believe Herbert found something, too. This Raiders defense, uh, especially in their secondary suspect, uh, the Ravens couldn't, you know, Uh, or sorry, not the Seahawks, couldn't really take advantage of it, even though it was Geno, right? Like Geno Smith took a little bit of it, but I think uh, Herbert's better than Geno. Give me the Chargers here. Uh, Colts versus Cowboys Sunday night. Who you got? Cowboys first chicks. Yeah, jinx. yeah. <laughs> fair. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Yeah. because they're better. Yeah, they are better. <laughs> uh, they talk, are better. Let's talk the Monday Night Showdown: Saints versus Bucks. Who you got?
1: Not even close, Bucks.
0: Yeah, I just don't believe in the Saints. They got nothing going. If Blow Alvin, it up, Saints. If Alvin Kamara can get loose, they got a chance. I don't think they get. I don't think he gets loose versus this Bucks defense. So give me the Bucks here.
1: But I will say the Bucks defense gives you a. They should be better. They should be there better. There are a lot of like parts of that defense. I'm like,
0: gosh, you guys are like giving up too much. Right. I'm with you. I understand completely where you're at.
1: But I don't believe in the Saints.
0: I don't believe in the Saints either, hence the reason why. All right, let's go ahead and recap. Uh, we both have the Bills, Steelers, Packers, Vikings, Eagles, Ravens, Browns, Seahawks, Chiefs, Cowboys and Bucks, which means we have four differences on the fifteen game slate. I've got the Jags, you've got the Lions. I've got the Giants, you've got the Commanders. Uh, I have the Forty Nine ers, you have the Dolphins. I have the Chargers, you have the Raiders. Sir, Let's see if you can get back some of those six picks. I know. You know, I, I will say I'm, I'm doing a
1: better job with picks. Yeah, I, I think- know. This past week we tied. Which is actually a win, right? But
0: yeah, I think I think I'm. I i do not know if I'm gonna win, but I'm gonna make it close. Here's the thing: I think we're both better at picks this year. I was just awful at picking games last
1: year. I know, so
0: it kind of you know made it a little worse. But you know, things happen. We'll have it done. You still owe me a pie in the face. I do. If I win this year, we might just pie each other the exact same time. Wouldn't yeah. that make for good content? Mm. Let us know what you think. Parker, tell them where you can find us on the socials.
1: Okay, at in- on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Not that we use it that much. Uh, you can find us at the Sports GPS.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've been taking some Mondays off, but yeah. we're going to get back into it. I was it, sick. Dear. You were sick. I bowled a couple Mondays because... Other people were sick. Uh, So we haven't been on ColorCast, but check us out Mondays on ColorCast. We're going to get back into it this holiday season, this Advent calendar. Yeah. uh, For Sports in the Rearview Mirror, uh, the last seven days in sports presented by Yours truly, the Sports <laughs> GPS. So check us out if you have Apple products. Download the ColorCast app. Check it out; it's a really, really great app yeah, where you can uh, catch your favorite games by different commentators that are fans. Uh, check them out; it's really fun. And then you could check us out uh, at the Sports GPS. You can come on CJ, the hot seat, yeah, at the Sports GPS. PW there. Follow us both so you know when we go live. Check on the hot seat. Talk to us here. Um, You know, basically live uh, on Mondays. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. Uh, Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. For all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White. CJ Holly, Thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.